There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. On Friday, you'll be voting in uh, the presidential election. You'll have uh, six candidates uh, to choose from. One of them is uh, the independent candidate, Peter Casey, who's on the phone with us uh, this morning. Thanks for taking some time to be with us ahead of uh, the vote. And perhaps like the other candidates who have uh, spoken to us on the programme up to now, you'd like to begin this morning by setting out your stall as such and maybe uh, very briefly tell the people listening to us why they should vote for you on Friday. Michael, good morning. Good morning. The reason, Michael, that people should vote for me, I'm the only candidate in the race that actually says things as it is. The president is the guardian of the Constitution, but he also has a responsibility to bring to attention issues that need to be brought to attention. And there's nothing in the Constitution to stop the president from speaking out when he sees wrongs. Yes, he's not allowed to say anything contrary to government policy. Uh, That's very clear in the Constitution. But the president has the the right, and indeed, it's, it's, it's his obligation when he sees things that are clearly wrong, to, 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 to bring attention to them. And there are many issues, as I've gone through the campaign, that have come to my attention. I started off saying, you know, I really wanted, because I've spent a third of my life in uh, three different continents, you know, I, spent, I started off saying, we have such an amazing, powerful, proud diaspora. If we could connect them in a meaningful way, Ireland is fighting so far below its weight in the world stage. You know, if we can connect them, and I believe that I could, uh, you know, that was my first platform, you know, because I'd seen how incredibly influential, for example, the, the Jewish people are in the world, and we are six times more than they are. And, but they're such an amazing people because they're connected, and they, they are bonded to each other, and we need to do the same. We need to emulate and be a strong... We're a very small country. We're a huge nation, and that is was initially what I wanted to try and do, uh, you know, to help and connect the Irish abroad with the Irish here. There's not a single, not a single family in Ireland who hasn't been affected by the blight of migration. You know, a third of the people born in Ireland have left Ireland. That, that's just that's just unbelievable when you put it when you and that was initially. You know, and we should have a program to encourage the Irish abroad to send mm-hmm. their children over to Ireland so they can actually understand and absorb the Irish culture. You know, and when, when, when you talk about highlighting things that are, are wrong, uh, how do you decide what is right or, or wrong, or is that a, a subjective viewpoint? It's a, it's a, it's a subjective thing, you know. I, uh, I and what if the me, people of Ireland disagree with you and believe what you're saying is wrong? Well, that's 
they're obviously absolutely, that's absolutely make up their entitlement. But does that make you suitable to be the president? Of course it does. That's the reason I am suitable to be president, because I am prepared to stand out and say what I think is right. And I think you'll find that, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time traveling the world and understanding understanding how different cultures operate, understanding, you know, how they fit in and mix together in different countries all around the world. You know, so, for example, we know we've been the recipient, uh, the recipient mm. of so much incredible generosity, Michael, over the years, Ireland has, you know. And now we've opened our doors and we've got so many wonderful, diverse cultures now in Ireland. So do you, you believe know? you always know what's right and what's wrong? No, I believe that I understand my greatest strength is I understand how to listen, you know and take things in. So, and I'm a very fast learner. So, so, so if yeah. you highlight something you believe to be wrong, and you've got it wrong, how do you undo that? You turn around and you say, I was wrong. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, so do you want to be an apologetic president? No, you don't, you don't shoot from the hip. You, I put a lot of time, Michael, thinking about things. I put a lot of time studying things, you know, and... That's like I was a member of the Good Friday peace team that was up at the White House discussing the whole Brexit issue and the whole um, Ireland, you know, this back uh, that led to the Good Friday peace agreement. You know, I was one of the, the delegation. There was about three hundred people, two hundred fifty people, and John Hume arranged for me to actually be a member of that delegation because I was uh, running a company in Ireland and a company in America at the time. And not once, Michael, did we talk. We talked about different options, alternatives, different forms of governance. Not once was the possibility of a Brexit ever mm. mentioned. Uh, Nobody even talked. Just explain about it. what you're saying. That, that was part of a, a civil dialogue, was it? That, yes. yes. What happened okay. was yeah. uh, Ron Brown, who was the team, the minister, mm. he was the um, in charge of the. Uh, he was the commerce secretary. Yeah, but I think you're overstating your importance in terms of the Good oh, Friday oh, Agreement. No. Uh, excuse me. I said there was 250, 300 mm. people there. So I'm not overstating. I'm just simply stating that I was there. I, I was, I was. If there was 250 people, I was probably 249 in terms of importance. But there were there were people there who were very important and influential. They didn't mention it once, Michael. Mm. That the possibility of a Brexit coming up. What, 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 what else do you identify uh, as being wrong? Uh, we've heard uh, complaints uh, uh, about uh, the travellers in Tipperary. We've uh, heard complaints you know, about I mean, a welfare Michael, society. You know, that, uh, do, you, do you identify child poverty in this country uh, as being a, a wrong that should be righted? I think that's, that is something. Obviously, that's an issue, a very important issue, as is mental health, as is childhood obesity. Those are things that the government of the day are responsible for taking on and embracing those challenges. The president, he has a responsibility to, if the government hasn't taken a position on these things, then the, the, the president is fully within his constitutional rights to, to, to draw attention to them, as long as he doesn't speak out against the government policy or the policy of the government of the day. Right. Uh, and uh, that's what Michael D. Higgins has been doing in terms of child poverty, isn't it? Michael D. has spoken out on many issues that I and I would support his position on many of the issues that he's spoken out on. Okay, uh, so why replace him? He, he, he's not getting any younger, you know. And I believe that you need a president who's got high energy. Uh, you need a president who's got, you know, I, I have got much more global experience than he has. You know, last year my business has worked on six continents. The only one we didn't work on was Antarctica. I have 
I've I've spent a you know a large num- number of years traveling around and understanding, getting to know. Like, to give an example, with mm. housing, you know, in, in New Zealand, they recently introduced a ban on uh, foreigners. Uh, you have to be a New Zealand citizen to buy a house because they felt that that would stop. There was speculation coming in from overseas buyers and shooting up prices so that New Zealanders couldn't buy houses. And that's something we should look at here. You know, then you also, if you look at the GI Bill in America after the World War II when all the servicemen were returning home, you know, there, they, they, there was a massive housing crisis. This isn't the first housing crisis, Michael, that is, you know, taking place in the world, you know. In fairness, Michael did, D. Higgins has quite a, a bit of global experience, doesn't he? Nothing. I would, nothing does he not? to me. Not at all. No. I've travelled over mm. 10 million miles. Now, I know, you know, mm. he's travelled quite a bit. But nothing compared to the number. I have over 10 million miles. It works out to be around about 375 times around the world. That's a little bit more than Michael, you know. But that's not the point. If you look at what America did when the servicemen came home, they introduced a a co-funding, a shared ownership scheme where the government helped the returning servicemen and women to actually buy homes. But they had to be new homes, right? And that stimulated one of the biggest growths and explosions in the American economy. They also helped fund the servicemen's and women's children into long-term education programs, you know? And they were able to get education and the children were able to go to universities. We need programs like that. It's the middle Ireland, the ones that are paying the taxes. They're the ones that are really being hurt at the moment. And we need to have a shared ownership scheme in Ireland to help people get onto the ladder. Because uh, otherwise, it's impossible for them to, to do so. And, you know, it, it would also stimulate the economy. It would really stimulate the economy in a meaningful way, you know. All right. Uh, do you believe uh, that somebody born here, educated here, part of the local community uh, uh, should be deported or do you support uh, the campaign to stop the deportation of uh, this young boy in Bray? Oh, that's a, that's a tragic situation. Uh, you know, it really is. I mean, I on one hand, you know, you've got to, there is the law, the law has been broken, the law has to be enforced and it's something that, you know, I would probably... I, I don't know the full facts of it. Uh, it. If the law has been broken, then the law has to be enforced, you know, but it's tragic. Uh, I need to really understand it better to give a more balanced and more defined judgment on it. Okay. In terms of all of the experience uh, you've had, um, have you ever experienced being without heat or a hot meal? I, I, I grew up in a two-up, two-down house in Derry, you know, with one of nine children, you know, that's how I started life off, you know. And uh, so the answer to your question, I, I never, ever needed for anything. And I had no idea how my parents provided, you know. And, you know, the strangest thing, Michael, you know, with, with nine children and mm. one toilet, I never, ever remember queuing up to get into the bathroom in the morning. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and we were all rushing to get out to school at the same time. You know, Michael, I've, I've got it. There's, I've got another. They're waiting on for you. Another show. Is there a last quick one that you need? Or, or? oh no, that's grand. Okay, Michael, look, thanks, thanks a lot, and uh, best of luck to you in your uh, campaign, uh, and uh, best of luck to all of uh, the candidates. Uh, thank you, indeed, independent candidate Peter Casey. Michael Reed on LMFM. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.